He knows. He knows. I've been through enough to know he knows. And when it's dark, I hold on. When I'm confused, I hang on. When I'm in pain, I worship him. He knows. But I must get out of his way and believe anyway. You cannot be too smart for your own good. Watch. When he told you in the text, and I'm not preaching it didactically as I do, line by line, he said, look at verse 5. Likewise, you younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all of you be subject one to another and be clothed with humility. For God resisted the proud. He said God resisted the proud. In other words, you say your heavenly father puts out his hand, he won't let you come close to him. No matter what you do, he keeps resisting you. And many times, we are calling the father's opposition to your pride, Satan. It's not the devil opposing you, it's the father opposing you. Amen. Because you are in pride. I know I won't get much shout, but I'm not, I don't need a shout. I need your heart to change. You see? He says, for God resisted the proud. And you know his hand is long enough. Hallelujah. And you push him with all your might. He said, but he grants grace. He giveth grace to the humble. So you always have to learn humility to come down, to contact grace. So you can rise. Let's look at practical things. So when you are frustrated, you open your mouth and say, Lord, I'm frustrated right now, but I know you know what I don't know. I'm trusting you to help me get a grip now. Help me to hold on. Help me to praise you right now. Help me not to murmur and complain. You posture differently so your breakthrough will happen. Hallelujah. Because God is a master at 24-hour miracles. (laughs) You just give him. (laughs) You felt that thunder, eh? (laughs) You give him just that little attitude adjustment. He said, okay, then I'll I'll, I'll let you have it. Hmm? I I was going to let you wait for six months. But, but just this little humility you give to me. Mm. Okay. I'm going to cut it short. Hmm? I'm going to cut it short. Uh, I'll reduce your probation. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Isn't that what happened to Ahab? Yeah. They said nobody has sinned like Ahab. Did so much evil. And as soon as Elijah finished telling him, he took off his kingly robe. He put on sackcloth. He even knew the act. He said he walked softly. 
and Elijah had not exited. Eh? I wish I can just turn to these things. I know he's in Kings. What? Elijah hadn't even exited the palace. God told him, go back. He said, Ahab has humbled himself before me. Tell him now, I'm still not going to let him off the hook, but I'm going to do it during his son's reign. That joker, he docked all the trouble he created by humility. I'm not telling you to humble yourself so you can pass it on to your children. <laughs> humble yourself so you can resolve it. Yeah. We are better than Ahab. Yeah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Come on. We'll talk about it at the men's meeting. Let's hand our children a clean slate of blessing. Yeah. Huh? Glory. Hallelujah. Amen. By humbling ourselves before God and resolving our issues. Glory. That's about getting out of the way. Don't be stubborn. Don't start arguing. Say amen. Amen. Now, now, one of the greatest expressions of pride is worry. Because worry means you don't have God. Worry means everything begins and ends with you. So since you don't know how to work it, then it can be resolved. Who are you? Amen. Tell me what I'm going to say next. Since you are so smart. Jesus said to Nicodemus, are you a master in Israel? Come on. Eh? And you don't know these things? Have you been going to church all these years and you don't know these things? That you're giving away your breakthrough by worrying. Because your worry is telling God you don't trust him. You're acting as if he is not in the house. I told this story years ago when Amara was a little baby. We have this troublesome dog of the neighbor that bites people. So I'm standing there and the dog came and Amara took off running, screaming. And I went and grabbed her and beat her behind. I said, don't you ever fear anything with me present. So how can you be running from a dog when I'm standing here? Let the dog come. One kick, he's going to the the burial. I will give him an uppercut with my feet. He will faint. And then I'll finish with the kitchen knife. And the neighbor can come and collect and bury I so said, you cannot run from a fight with daddy in place. Hallelujah. Yeah. Ooh, I have a heavenly father. Yeah. Hey, ain't running from no devil. Yeah. Fearing no devil. Yeah. He's able. Hallelujah. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. So when things are not working out, you need patience. You need endurance. You take, you, 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 you just wait for him. Okay, we don't know quite how to handle this now, but, but let's just wait on him for his wisdom to come. Amen. But he will show us how. Amen. That's how you serve God. You get out of the way. He says, now, humility is casting all your care. And that's why I told you worry is your greatest 
what do you call it? Uh, expression of no confidence, no confidence vote in God. He said, casting all your care upon him. For he? If you were in my shoes, with the things I was describing to you last Sunday, when, when that guy has collected all that money from the members, half a million, and all this chaos, challenges everywhere, I felt like something was trying to pull my skin off. What would you do? Go jump off the bridge? Take some, a bunch of Percocet? <laughs> I know, you, you know, if you've had surgery, you know Percocet. Okay, the pharmacist is, is, is smiling at me. That thing is something. That Parker said. <laughs> when I had surgery, I would take it. And once you take it, you don't even know that you have surgery anymore. But exactly four hours on the dot, the pain will come back. So I said, my God, this stuff is not good. Because while I, I, the, the influence is on me, I was making the surgery worse by exerting myself before time. So I stopped taking it and chose the pain, and I recovered quickly. Oh, that's a word for somebody. You need to choose the pain. <laughs> Look at where I'm standing. <laughs> you choose the pain, you recover quickly. You keep postponing with him, him the, 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 this, this, this. <laughs> you postponed your journey in the wilderness. So cast in all your care on him. For he careth for you. He careth for you. You know, many people don't know God loves them. Some of you assume that God loves you. But the way you act tells me you don't know that God loves you. First of all, he says when you know, when, when the love of God is in you, he says there's no fear. Because his fear of somebody taking advantage of you or you not being hurt is why you act out. So you are lacking love. Because if you know that God loves you, you know he, 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 he has it. If you know how many times people do me wrong, in transactions, in this and in that. I said, okay. If you can handle it, blessings on you. But me, I start looking for my next breakthrough. Amen. So this money they just stole from me, God has already given it back to me. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I'm always watching for that thing. You take the wrong, the breakthrough that comes out of it. Amen. Hallelujah. I mean, I've experienced so much that I have no doubt that that is how resurrection glory works. Amen. You can dance around it, but until you take the wrong, you will not get a breakthrough. The resurrection star, Amen. the power of the resurrected Christ, Amen. don't show up. Mm. But if you answer every comment, argue till the cows come home and have the attitudes to go with it, You'll be long in the wilderness. You'll be long in the wilderness. Say amen. amen. If I read verse 8, he says, we are troubled on every side. Do you, know, do you know that? He said, we are troubled on every side. But watch. He says, but we are not distressed. 
But how can you be the only troubled on one side and you're so distressed? But they were troubled on and they were not distressed. <laughs> because what just happened to me is what they knew. They walked in. Where God just came on me, it was like, it's like uh, adding, uh, you know, it's like a paper that's flying around. You go and attach weight to it so you can withstand the wind. It's like strength just came down. Because glory has weight. He said that the wicked cannot stand in the day of judgment because the wicked are like chaff. So when they get into the flow of God's glory, they're flying all over the place. So they can't stand. So what will give you the strength to stand in God's presence is the amount of glory you are containing. Amen. Come on. Amen. Amen. And when we sing, we deplete glory. And grace puts it back. And you need it put back. Constantly. Because you sin all the time. Even when you think you are not sinning. That's a sin in itself. (laughs) I I, I heard one guy preaching. He said, I'm telling you now, from from this morning till now, I'm preaching to you, I have not sinned one time. I said, that's a sin. (laughs) Take the mic from him. I won't tell you who said it because it's a popular name. I said, because he thinks that the only sin is fornication. Just the fact that you thought it is a sin. How do you know you haven't sinned? Are you the one measuring the sin? Isn't that what Satan makes a lot of us do? How does he do it? Somebody, you have a problem with somebody, and you claim that you've never done anything wrong. I've done everything right. That's what one lady that's divorced now told me. I've done everything right for him as a wife. I said, eh, and he's this messed up. Evidently, you're marrying yourself. Who tells you that you have done everything right? It should be the man. Not the woman saying that she's done everything right. Okay. Amen. I can see this is the women's meeting. (laughs) I can't get an amen from any of them. (laughs) This is the women's meeting. They're not going to say amen. No, no, no. Because God gave the man a wife to help him. And if the man is miserable and he's not getting his knees met and the woman is declaring that she's done everything right, evidently she's practicing her own religion. She is marrying herself. It's your husband that has to approve you. Oh, okay. I was going to say something. Then I remember we have food at the men's meeting. So he can, he can talk and bypass. Ain't giving you anything to eat. And don't come messing with me for anything else. Hallelujah. Okay, let me come over this side. (laughs) So Richard will not say that. (laughs) She's telling me to go back on the other side. (laughs) Nobody wants me. Okay, let me stand in the middle of the aisle. So I'm neither here nor there. (laughs) See, now, 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 watch. Look at what he said. He says, 
We're troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed. We are perplexed. Hey, we are perplexed. He didn't say, I am perplexed. In other words, things were happening. And the entire apostolic core mm-hmm. couldn't figure out what to do. Amen. So we are perplexed. I'm trying to show you the things you're reading in the word of God. Don't believe that everything is so linear and so simple. That sometimes you run into things, there are no quick answers. That's when you roll with the punches. You say, okay, Lord, we don't know what to do. Isn't that what his guy said? But our eyes are upon you. Hallelujah. You get out of the way. You don't decide because you don't know that God hasn't resolved it. No, you use your faith and be saying, I know you have resolved it. I don't know what the answer is, but I thank you for it. I believe I receive. I declare. Hallelujah. That's how you work it out. I remember I brought this. I started taking care of this guy in high school. I did things that could have gotten me in a whole lot of trouble because I used even my, I'm not recommending it for any young person. Don't Don't do it because you don't have the entrance I had. I used my, even my exam fees to take care of him, paid his own exam fees, and I hadn't paid mine. And then a miracle happened, because this my brother that just came here and preached recently, and then he was in medical school, he got a German scholarship. And as soon as they paid him his stipend, God told him to send me money. And I received the money that covered everything I spent and more. <laughs> Hallelujah. You see, I didn't start sowing seed today. Started way back then in high school. I finished taking care of that joker. I was paying everything, paying, <laughs> buying him clothes, everything, and I'll be cooking. Then I brought him to India with me. First he got there, he knew better than me. I said, listen, I'm a first class student here. Here are my books and stuff. He said, I don't want to use those. I want to use mine. I'm fasting and praying. He's cooking and eating. (laughs) Do you know what he said to me? He said, do you think it's this fasting and praying that you're doing that's making your stuff work? It's because of your family. So, really? He will go to the ministry and be encouraging people not to submit to me. What haven't I been through? (laughs) So... When I left India, I left him with everything, but he, he was so gloryless. He couldn't even sell the things I left him with. He left India with a master's degree and went back to the old job he was doing with high school. Talk about not being blessed. And then he was sending me messages, you know, through people because he was trying to get married, trying to get money from me, and God screamed at me, drop him! I dropped him till tomorrow. Not today. <laughs> In case you missed. <laughs> I dropped him. I dropped him. I've met him several times. When we had funeral, he would come there, and I would just see him greet him. Uh, but I said, hmm, it never occurred to me that I never even sat down, talked to him, or hosted him, or invited him in, or whatever. Because he was so ungrateful. Mm. Hey, Gratitude. 
is your ticket. So we are perplexed. We are perplexed. I was so perplexed dealing with that guy. What do I do? I was so angry. You know, I, w I got on the bus five hours to go and get buffalo meat in New Delhi. Because where we were, if you touch these cows, they kill you. So you can kill the cow in India, northern India particularly. So we went to Muslims to get buffalo meat. And I drove, rode on the bus again, five hours. So that's five hours going, five hours coming. I should have sent him, since I'm paying. Amen. Come on, an American. Amen. And I came, I put the meat in the sink, and I had to go to a meeting. And when I came, the thing was still there in the sink. He didn't wash it off. He didn't try to boil it or preserve it or anything. And when I asked him about it, he said, I'm not a slave. You can't just leave me there without talking to me first. Hallelujah. <laughs> hey, come on, tell the truth. That anointing will come on you. Yeah. That's not the Holy Ghost. Yeah. I put up so much. I put up with so much with that guy. So, I didn't, you know, God will be training you. I didn't know I was taking the wrong then. I'm just discovering it. The only difference is I was taking the wrong, I'm murmuring. <laughs> well, that's the difference. That's called enduring the wrong. So that's where many of you are. <laughs> You're washing dishes. You're talking to yourself. You know, Jesus, Jesus, can you stop that mess? You start calling Jesus <laughs> and cursing at the same time. Look at, look at. <laughs> Ooh, get out of the way. Have you been tripping over simple issues in life? As I asked in the message. Has washing dishes <laughs> torpedoed your faith? And you're murmuring and complaining over little things. You have to clean up, you have to vacuum, you have to do this, you have to do that. Do you know that one of the covenants that drive this ministry is taking the wrong? Taking the wrong. Meaning, when somebody does you wrong, because of the Lord Jesus, you take it. A miracle happens. A miracle happens. I'm telling you the truth. You know that you've taken the wrong because of him. When the sting of that thing lifts and the burden of it lifts over you. When you are enduring the wrong, you're keeping a tab of all the things that have been done against you. So that's enduring the wrong because you are angrier by the day. Hallelujah. I believe that unforgiveness is the unpardonable sin. One of them. If you look at it, it says, if you do not from your heart forgive each other, your heavenly Father will not. <clears throat> and he says, you will not come out until you have paid the utmost farthing. And he will engineer tormentors 
or allow it to be engineered against you. <laughs> That's a tough sell. Don't go down that road. Get out of the way. Forgive. Get out of the way. Cast your care upon the Lord. Get out of the way. Grace is here in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. That's why I'm inviting you to Conquest 2023 to learn how to be a vessel of glory, not a vessel of hate or destruction or anger or bitterness or chaos. <clears throat> Many of you are drama queens. You know what a drama queen is? There's always chaos. Any little thing, you get so angry, you throw, throw a tantrum, you react and act out. That is not a vessel of glory. That's what this conquest is all about. Why would God give us such a theme? He's looking for people to use for this end time harvest. There's a glory that's coming to the earth. There's a glory that will map the nations. There's a glory that will bring down all these satanic incursions and the culture to deliver the people from the foolishness of binary, non-binary, and all this craziness, I'm them. I'm, don't you know when you are them? That means you have devils. You are not one person. But thank God you are made in God's image and you are one person. You are he or she. Every other thing is confusion. And notice that Hollywood is now awarding all the awards to all these people. They're not gifted or talented. This is a political move where you are awarding them all the awards and bypassing gifted people because you're trying to promote a demonic agenda. You don't know that Satan is motivating you all behind the scene. That's a, a losing proposition because Satan has already lost. Jesus overcame him, overcame hell, the grave, death, and Satan himself. The book of Peter said that he took the keys of hell and death from Satan. Why would you be going down the road <laughs> into a kingdom that your leader is already defeated? It's a waste of time. Remember the Bible has prophesied that this thing shall be. <clears throat> so you're fulfilling prophecy, but in the negative. Repent today, call today, Rededicate your life if you have become one of these so-called believers that have been seduced by secular humanism. You say you're saved, but you think like them. You agree with them. You think it's their personal preference for a man and a man to be married, a woman and a woman to be married. No, it's not. <laughs> we were proving evil. But by your own testimony, you're going out to borrow people to have babies because you can't have children and two men cannot. I love the president, I don't know, it's Uganda or whatever, that put two men in jail. He said, when you get pregnant, I'll release you. So you're going to be there for the rest of your life. Anyway, call today, become a vessel of glory. Call today, get out of the way and let God bless you. Call today, put a seed in the ground of this ministry. doesn't matter where you're watching, whether you're watching in Africa or you're watching in America. Resurrection House for all nations. This voice of resurrection is worthy of your support. You will experience glory. We love you. God bless you. Receive grace in Jesus' name. Amen. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye.